I'm Robin Cloud, and you're listening to Dear Queer on Brick Radio. Every week on Dear Queer, I sit down with a talented and brilliant member and or ally of the queer community to tackle questions on topics ranging from sex, relationships, money, work, and, well, the struggle in general. Send your questions to dearqueerradio at gmail.com. Oh my God, here we are, my friends. Episode, ba boom boom episode two. <laughs> Number deuce. Number deuce, yo. Two. So I'm so excited to be I'm here excited. today because my old buddy Dre Campbell is in the studio. Hey, how's it going? Uh, old. you know. Buddies. <laughs> old, old <laughs> Buddies underline. that are old? Or buddies that have been friends. We've been hardened. <laughs> Well, let me let me read your bio so that people oh. know who they're dealing it's with here a today. Bio. Yes. It is okay. formal. Okay, here we go. Okay. Dre received a BFA in theater from the <laughs> University of the Arts in Philadelphia. She's been spotted on IFC.com, Conan, Refinery 29, and in numerous films. Some theater credits include non-consensual relationships with ghosts, La Mama, My Old Man, Dixon Place, Ophelia at Here. She appeared as a radical lesbian in Taylor Mac's 24-decade history of popular music at St. Anne's Warehouse, Dre hosts and curates an awesome live monthly show called Which, Tell. Yes, and Robin has done it twice. I love that yeah. damn Robin's show. Awesome. The last show you did was the uh, Black History Month show. <laughs> was it? That was a good oh, show. Oh, yes, that was. It was a great show. So I was so excited that you were coming today, and I um, was Glad reflecting on how we met. I was just reflecting that it on was, the way. It feels like it was so we long like ago. it was in the ether we met. It was in the ether. People were like, oh. Lesbians, oh, yeah. glasses, yes, oh. right. Comics. I, I don't know if I had glasses at that point. No, those were our early years yeah. before we went blind. <laughs> uh, we were friends for about a, a couple years, and then we did a pod, uh, a web series. A web series <laughs> called ben, Benches. Benches, yeah, yeah. which was it was fun. I was proud of was our little times. our we short like run with six, Benches. That was before web series really were like. Yeah. On and popping and, and now, getting people careers and now we're doing at HBO. Podcasts. Yeah, right. <laughs> And so tell us about Tell, because that's been going on for how long now? Three years? Three plus years. I think it'll be four years in February. Tell is a queer monthly live storytelling show that I host and curate. And it's basically like the same premise as The Moth, where it's a different theme every month. The last one we did was past lives. So I get like four or five people. They come and they tell a true story from their life on that theme. And uh, it's the longest running show at this place called BGSQD, the Bureau of General Services Queer Division. And, and that's um, at, the, at the center on 13th Street. Right, it's inside the, inside it's a the bookstore center. inside the LGBTQ Center on 13th Street in Manhattan. And um, I'm gonna try and turn it into a podcast. So that's taking some doing. Cute. Celebrate good times, come on. First clap. And then church club never stops. <laughs> and so, all right, so you've been doing tell. You're also a kick-ass actor. Right. Um, about to open a show. Oh, yeah? So tell me about that. What are you doing next? I'm doing a play. Uh, I guess it's off-Broadway. It's a new play by an amazing playwright called, uh, his name is Harrison David Rivers. The company is called Ricochet, and the play is called... Only you can prevent wildfires. <laughs> oh, interesting. And who yeah. are you in this play? It's really awesome because I have a big part and I play a someone based on a real person who's like this butch 
forest fire investigator. Oh my god, you're gonna get laid. <laughs> Let's see. Do you get we'll to wear see. a firefighter outfit? No, I wear like oh. a uniform, but I have a whole monologue about how a uniform defines who I am and makes me a good guy and ah. how I like dreamed of that as a little girl. And then I have all these great like fight scenes. Uh, what? Not fight, but like lesbian drama fight scenes oh. with my girlfriend in the show. And the woman that plays it is a really great actress. She's really hot, really nice. And um, all the actors are really great. The director's this woman, Sherry Eden Barber, who's mm-hmm. like total up and coming director. It's fun. Wow, that I'm sounds excited. great. So I'm you very nervous out, you, too. You, why? It's a big role. It's a lot of lines. Are you it's the very lead? physical. Uh, it's well. The lead is this woman, Meryl, and she plays this woman Terry, who burned down, who started the biggest forest fire in the history of Colorado. And lesbian I, drama. She's not even the lesbian, <laughs> and I find I'm like the hero. That's like she may have done it on purpose. And it's true. I mean, the fire burned for three weeks. and what? Yeah, it's a crazy story. Hmm. And she says she was just burning a, a love letter from her husband. And the woman I've that did that. it. Right. But she was a forest. Um, she knew better. No, she worked for the forest. The She was the. Park, right. So she parks. knew not to even tempt fate with the fire. Right. So why'd she do it? And that's when I come in and I say, hey. This looks uh, like Suspicious. arson. Yeah. Are you single? Couple. What's happening? I am single right now. Oh, you're single. All right. Listen up, Maybe. ladies. Back on the market. <laughs> I cannot. Back on I'm the market. I'm just trying to like meditate. I have and... her number, so you can reach oh. out, slide into my DM. <laughs> <laughs> oh, slide. I love playing Cupid. Of DMs. Not that I've successfully matched anybody, but I still you love. You haven't? So what the hell are you loving about? I've gotten people laid. Ooh. But I haven't, like, you haven't... formed a lesbian marriage, which is my ultimate goal. Uh-huh. Or, uh, you know you know, I'm open to all people. So I right, will just also lesbians. help heterosexuals get married all so they can get divorced later. Or just abolish marriage and Yeah, everybody. or a fake marriage yeah, for, sleep around for and... citizenship. That was one thing about Carol that was very disturbing. Did you see Carol? Yeah, of course. I saw it twice. Did you? Sadly. You liked it or you just didn't want no, You just I was, happened to fall into that. I think I was with someone that. that was like, oh, I haven't seen this. And I was like, I'll watch it again. I liked it, but I was also so disturbed where they had the divorce scene where the, the men sort of were like deciding the contractual agreement of his ownership over her. Oh, it yeah. was so like that. I mean, it was the like whole, such a. That time period it was just disturbing. Ugh, most time periods are. Basically. <laughs> You scratch the surface. History <laughs> is upsetting. <laughs> Welcome to the new podcast. History is upsetting. <laughs> With your host, Robin Cloud. Oh, God. Today, we're going to focus on uh, which, yesterday. Which <laughs> and how fucked up it was. Okay. So Dre is here to help me answer this week's questions. And let me tell you, my friend, they are quite challenging. Doozies. Here we go. So the first one. Dear queer, how does one move from the friend zone to the potential dating zone? Should I just come out with it? Signed, in the zone. I'm a fan of the direct approach. Are you? Yeah. I mean. What do you have to lose, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, your dignity, but aside from a that. A little bit, but, I mean, what dignity, right? right? Let's start with. Let's be real. Like, is your dignity predicated on, 
if this person is going to say yes to you or mm. not. So. You have to assign your own dig- – just like I'll be dignified whether this person says yes or no, right? Yes. Or hope. I guess not be as fearful of rejection. I mean, this one is a little confusing to me, too, because it's like, well, were you put in the friend zone or are you just friends and you would like it now to be more? Because right. once you're officially like, no, I just want to be friends, like, then you just have to take the L, right? <laughs> take the L. You do. You can't force yourself no, you out of the friend zone. It also, it depends on how long. It, did, the, did the feelings develop out of a friendship? Did you like this person and then start hanging out with them as their friend under your own false bullshit? Ooh. Try and pretend so you could get close, that. like the long con. Oh, I know people who have done what, what my friend calls the long con. <laughs> just you, just hanging around until they they got no other choices. <laughs> Till the end of days, just yeah, still here. Like now, that's got no dignity. Mm. I think there's something to be said for something nice that develops out of a friendship, but then there's something to be said for like. Let's put this on the table. Mm. Let's take a risk. Let's take a risk. No risk, no reward. Have you done that? Yeah. Well, no. I've had, like, stupid, complicated things where there was this woman, like, I dated her, and then she was like, I want to just be friends. Yeah. And then I'd show up at her house, and she'd be naked, and she'd be like, what's the problem? <laughs> I was like, but. Friends don't and let she friends was, be naked. <laughs> well, it was like she knew I liked her. <laughs> so why? Well, what's this about? Hmm. You just want me to keep liking you, but. Tell me no. Yeah. There are a lot of people that do that. But then if you don't say, like, hey. Boundaries. You got to have boundaries. Boundaries, most important thing. All right. So in the zone, it sounds like we're telling you that you need to just go for it. And you know what? I'd love a follow-up. I'd love to hear what happens. I'd like to hear what happens. Like, it might open up a bigger conversation. The person, you know, it might bring you closer. It might. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, question number two. Dear Aquarius. Queer, my girlfriend of one year and I were recently invited to her cousin's wedding. We all live in the same town, and so we've gotten to know each other, thus the invitation to me. However, my girlfriend is not out to the rest of her family and has asked me not to come with her because she doesn't want everyone to know she's gay hmm. or take away from the attention of her cousin, the bride. I'm heartbroken and pissed at the same time. Should I respect her wishes? Or just go on my own. Signed, ditched. Oh, wow. So the person would go on their own and sit at a different table? The girlfriend would go? Yeah, I guess. That sounds sticky. That is. I, you know, when I saw that the person was not out and she was going to be like, I'm not out and so you can't come with me, that just made me feel sad. Yeah, just that like, makes me feel sad too. First of all, I'm sorry to this person ditched. I, uh, that's sad. Should I respect her wishes or go on my own? I, I'm leaning towards, like, I know you love this person, but it's not your family. And if your partner isn't ready mm. to be out, do mm. you really need to go to this wedding? You know? Kind of put the situation on probation a little a bit. A little bit. Put, but, like, I don't leave, show up. Don't leave yourself behind. If you're like, well, the person has to be out or I can't be with them. You kind of have to lead with that in a relationship, I would say. Yeah. Like, they need to forget the wedding. They need to talk about her girlfriend's 
inability to be out and what that means. Yeah. Because ditched, you know, that's a tough position to be in. And this, this is just one wedding. It's going to, you know, carry more. over into right. all is, types of things. I'd like to know, is the girlfriend, like, I'm not ready yet, but I will be, how old they are, like, sometimes when they're very young. Does she live with her family? Is her family like, we'll kick you out, we'll cut you off? I mean, it all sucks. I think we should always lean in favor of visibility and coming out. But can you force someone to come out when they're not ready? Mm, no. I mean, is that an but ultimatum? But then, like, this person, do they look, quote, queer? Like, is the person, like, a, a masculine person? Does the cousin have other gay friends that are going to be there? Right. Like, can they just not accept gay people? I mean, I'm assuming if the girlfriend has asked her girlfriend not to come, I would imagine that the girlfriend must be identifiably gay. Because otherwise, they could just pass as friends. Would you bring your friend to a wedding? A friend? Yeah. I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah. I've gone to weddings by myself. But people are very serious about their weddings nowadays, too. They're like, it's $40 a plate. I know. I know. <laughs> you're I know. not bringing anyone. Yes. Or you're bringing your No, your some spouse. friends of mine, they were like, how long have you been dating her? No. That happened to me, too. Yeah. I had a girlfriend of like two years or a year and a half or something. That's a long did, time. was like, mm, no. And I'm like, huh. Did you go to the wedding? Yeah, I went. By yourself? Yeah. They're like policing your relationship. Yeah. Like, like, what's the standard? Like, oh, you live together? Like, how do they know what's valued? (laughs) They don't know my milestones. They don't know. (laughs) They don't know your milestones. Your milestones. What are we going to do about poor Ditch? I really feel for Ditched. I feel for you. And me too. Because they say they're heartbroken. Yeah. And pissed. And pissed. Complex. I say if you love this person, accept her ultimatum and then check in. It's a tough mm, one. It's tough. Doesn't feel doesn't, right. That doesn't, doesn't feel right. Sit with me. Doesn't feel right. But you were saying. I know what I said. You're, you're waffling. But now I'm yourself. waffling because I feel like. I feel a little waffly too. She has to, or they have to have some sort of boundary around this. Because I'm telling you, this is a bigger issue than just the wedding. This is like the tip of the iceberg. One year they've been together. One year. Not long. Seasons, if it though. was me, I will say this, that would be probably the beginning of the end. Mm. I would not accept that. I take a lot of pride in myself. Like if I'm in a relationship, mm-hmm. if, if the person's not proud of me mm-hmm. to their family, mm-hmm. it's very hard for me to deal with. Right. Because I feel like there's so many more things about me than <laughs> being gay. That That's just one. Yeah. So I think ditched personally... <laughs> I would say (laughs) that you need to have a conversation. I would not go to the wedding, one. And I would have a conversation after the wedding and say, what's your plan on coming out and addressing these types of issues in the future? Because this is really uncomfortable to me, and this is not the way I want to live my life. And let her girlfriend speak and see what she says. And if her answer is, "I'm I'm not coming out, I don't plan to, I like being in the closet. Yeah, you got to get out of there. <laughs> then bye. If you feel disrespected in any way, and it sounds like you're already en route to that, then it's the beginning of the end, and we support you. We support follow you, up. Ditched. Yeah, follow up. And our third question, dear queer, I recently came home after a night of partying to find my roommate drunk in my room, 
masturbating on my bed with my computer. There's too many things. WTF. When I confronted him, he just laughed and said my bed was more comfortable and stumbled into his room. I am so pissed right now. I have no idea what to do. Should I kick him out, confront him again, or what? Help. Signed, unrequited jizz. Unrequested jizz. Unrequested. But I like unrequited (laughs) jizz, too. That sounds like a band. Unrequested jizz. Unrequested jizz. That is not okay. (laughs) Gonna go out on a limb here. Uh, No. No, 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 no. No. Uh Uh-uh. You have every right to be pissed. It's okay. It was like, it would be one thing if he was like on Facebook in your bed. It'd be like, okay, let's have a talk. Like, that's weird. jerking off in your bed with your computer. That is just. With the parts. And the fluids. It's not okay. There are multiple things I think you might need to kick him out because his boundaries. Are non-existent. His boundaries are not okay. It's not like an accident where he dropped like a vase. <laughs> he, it's he like he had to masturbated. premeditate so many things. First, the first step, I'm going in the bed. I'm gonna lay in the bed. Oh, let me get this computer. Oh, let me pull on. <laughs> you can let say dick watch on porn. this podcast. Let me pull out my parts. And the drunk. Think, don't forget the drunk part. The drunk part, right? I mean, that's possibly the reason. <laughs> Maybe the guy needs. Maybe needs, needs a uh, help. Yeah, might need some help. So, ugh. I would say yes. Kick him out. Unrequested jizz. Uh, you get two yeses. Yes to the kick out for sure. Because one, it sounds like this person has a problem. <sighs> and two, this person has absolutely, positively no boundaries. And also, do you unrequested jizz? <laughs> Feel safe. Yeah. It's just. No, because what else could happen? You don't know what's going to happen in your bed when you're gone and on your computer. Or what else has already happened? What has already happened? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't know. Season three of American Horror Story. (laughs) Unrequested Unrequested jizz. The coming. (gasps) Oh, Oh, brilliant. Brilliance right here for free, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so unrequested just definitely kick that person out. Yeah. Um, I think all I wouldn't these... even bother confronting. I would be like, listen, you got to go. Sorry. Your behavior is well, that's unacceptable. that's a confrontation, though, isn't it? <laughs> you got to go. Well, and then I mean, he's like, well, what do you mean? Confront him like, why did you do that? Why yeah, would you do that? That's I what see. I mean. It's like not process, really a no conversation. There's not yeah. a conversation that needs to happen. It's just a telling. In my opinion. Right. It's not okay. I am not a professional. However. When I confronted him, he just laughed. That was. Bye. That. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Farewell. That would drive me insane. (laughs) That would. Yeah. Can you imagine? Because that's just like a little preview of of what's to come. They didn't fight. So to speak. Honestly. I mean, can you imagine? No, I can't. Like just the scene that they set up. With the computer. That's uh, those <laughs> are your bed's more comfortable. <laughs> what? Why is my keyboard why is my sticky? search history full of? I don't even know what. Youporn.com. Shout out to Youporn, one of our sponsors. Just kidding. Right no. Not one of our sponsors.
Wow, that was we fun. covered a lot. We really did. We Each really of them did. was a com is very a unique. Yeah. Very unique. Mm. So how are you finding the dating scene these days? I mean, you know, it's changed. We, we've both been out there, out in the game. And are you an app person? Uh, I was on apps, and I haven't been on them in a, quite some time. Yeah. I just decided I... No. I, I <laughs> just got a you little... not able to see, <laughs> Dre had to take off uh, her glasses and just clean shake them her and shake her head in dismay. <laughs> I just, uh, it feels like a lot of fake crap, and it, I don't like the feeling it gives me. I mean, I'm not saying I'll never go back on them again, but there was this no. one app. There's a, yeah, this one app called Her. Oh yeah. And somebody messaged me at like 11, and they're like, "Meet me at this bar." And I looked at the bar and at like a Yelp review, and it was like, "If you hate bros, don't go." It was like a, like a frat boy bar, and I was like, "This is some dude." Oh. And then I the next day, same picture, different name. <gasps> yeah. And then I had another woman. That's creepy text messaging me messaging me messaging me on the same app and she was like i mean no, don't get me wrong i like the her app i've met lots of people on it but there's been a few like weird like somebody tried to get me to to invest in bitcoin <laughs> no i was like no bitch like once she got my phone number i started getting bitcoin i was like what she was like pyramids game time <laughs> it's like what is even i'm like do you, you know this is a, a lesbian app right like it's not where you're gonna get your 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 cash That's cow. That's so weird. Um, and then oh, and then the one woman, the I don't know who it was, but she was messaging, messaging back and forth until like the an hour before was like, oh, I don't want to meet tonight. No big deal. And then the next message I get, I'm gonna fuck myself to sleep thinking of you tonight. <laughs> Never met her. It's like if you need maybe, some sage maybe using those apps. We had met. That might have been okay to be yeah. like, but it was like if there was energy between yeah, you. Yeah, there was you, not. Yeah, I just didn't feel. I'm not saying that's wrong. Right. Just saying like no shaming I, here on dear queer. I wouldn't have. I saw. I was looking at the Anthony Weiner thing. I'm like, he's sexting 19 women. I'm like, I've done that. <laughs> like, I'm just not doing it in public. You're Except just not doing I, it to 15 year olds. Yeah. Hello. I don't think he knew that was a 15. Because you know that woman. That it said that he did. I read the article. Oh. That's but that girl said she wanted to affect the election. Oh. I mean, he did it. The whole thing is insane. Team Huma, that's all I'm saying. Team Huma? Team Huma, his ex-wife. Oh, gosh. Who I a... met once. She's very nice. She seems so cool and smart and beautiful. She is cool. I don't know what she was going on. Huma. What was happening, Huma? What was happening, baby girl? <laughs> Everybody has their issues. But, uh, yeah, I'm off the apps, mm -hmm. and um, I might get back on them at some point. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm it's always hard. thinking of you when I'm out there. Really? Yeah. No. Really? Yeah. That's so I'm nice. like, hmm. For Dre. <laughs> For Dre. No. Is this one? No. Is this? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's nice of you. I'm trying. All right. Well... Thank you for coming in. Oh, it's my pleasure. This is amazing. Double Aquarius fun. Double Aquarius fun. Um, so tell us again where you're going to be next and when people can check out your work. I have this show at Teatro Circulo. It's called Only You Can Prevent Wildfires, and it opens October 7th, and we play throughout the month of October. So produced by Ricochet Collective. It's going to be good.
All right. I'm excited. And your social and I have a couple stuff? film stuff. Uh, DreCampbell.com. I'm on Facebook. Uh, I have a Facebook page. I have a Facebook page for Tell. It's called Tell Queer Storytelling. And um, I have a YouTube page. It's YouTube Odre, O-H-D-R-A-E, like Odre. <laughs> That's what I did when I was, like, making it. I was like, Odre. Awesome. That was a lot of fun. Um, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Dear Queer with Robin Cloud. Dear Queer. You're so dear, Robin Cloud. Queer. You've been listening to Dear Queer. If you need our help, please send us an email at dearqueerradio at gmail.com. Dear Queer is part of the Brick Radio family. For more information, visit brickartsmedia.org slash radio. We're in this love together. Yes. We have the candle. I want to know who thinks two Aquarius people can give love advice. Because <laughs> it's not love advice. What is it? It's not love advice. It's life advice. Even better. Even better. <laughs> <laughs>